You're listening to the B-School Podcast. I'm your host, Taylor Elise Morrison, embodiment coach and founder of Inner Workout. Consider B-School your invitation to becoming a student of yourself. So come on, let's get studying. Hey you, welcome to another episode of B-School. Before we dive in, just want to take a second to ask you to rate and review the podcast if you haven't already. It's just a way for more people to find out about B-School. I'm really excited about the conversations that I'm having here, and I want people who would be interested to be able to really easily find it. And rating and reviewing is one way that you can help with that. So with that being said, let's dive into today's episode all about reconnecting and recommitting. It's February, and I know a lot of us started this new year with momentum because it's the start of a new decade. And it's actually interesting because there's been some debate. I don't know if you all have been following this on if 2020 is really the new decade or if the new decade actually starts in 2021. With the Gregorian calendar, I believe the new decade technically starts next year. So if you're beating yourself up about the decade, maybe you should just let yourself have another year of it and go with the Gregorian calendar. But I also read that like humans just really like even numbers. And so it feels more satisfying in some ways to have the decade start on 2020 instead of in 2021. All that being said, because it was a new year, And because some of us think that it's a new decade, we had a lot of momentum and maybe not everyone starting this did, but in general, I saw kind of a more intense level of new year, new me. And I hope y'all know how I feel about that. You don't need to have a new you in a new year. You need to get to know yourself better. You need to get to know what you want and then move from that place. I also know that no matter where you're at on this whole goal thing, when you get to February, you're back in the swing of things. If you did get any of the holidays off in January, those are done. Most people don't have days off until May for Memorial Day, unless obviously you take PTO. But just some of the novelty of the new year and some of the new schedule and all of that. It just, you're, you're back to your same old, same old. And it's natural. That's, that's what happens. We get into a state where it's just really comfortable and we keep moving from that level of comfort. And so that's why I wanted to talk to you today because I think this is a really, really good time to reconnect with yourself and to reconnect with your intentions. I think the biggest reason why, I don't know if the biggest reasons, but one of the major reasons and one of the majorly overlooked reasons that we don't meet our goals is because we as people change and our goals don't. Let me say that one more time. I think one of the major reasons that a lot of us don't meet our goals is because we change and our goals don't. It is okay to change. You as a human being are evolving. You are coming into contact with new people and ideas. Hopefully you are getting to know yourself better. And because of that, what you want out of life changes. That is completely allowed. That's something that 
I'm having to normalize in my own life, that I'm allowed to change, that it is normal, it is okay. It's actually something that I can choose to celebrate about instead of beating myself up. Because that means that as I'm changing, I'm getting to know myself better. And in some ways you can view it not even as changing, but you're, you're coming home to yourself. You're getting to know what you actually want underneath all the layers of what you've been told to want and how you felt like you had to be. And as you peel back those layers, you get a clearer and clearer vision of what you actually want, which is likely different than what you thought you wanted before. And then, yeah, there's also the whole experience thing. Like you actually get the job and you realize that you hate pieces of the job that seemed really cool. You actually get the person and you realize that you're actually pretty incompatible. It happens. You get more information and then you act based on that information. So you're allowed to change. It's okay if your goals, it's February and your goals have already started to change. I also want to speak to you if you're feeling a little bit discouraged right now. If you haven't made as much progress as you wanted to make on your goals, that's okay. This episode is not here to shame you. In fact, this episode is here to help you really get in touch with yourself now that you're a month into your more normal, I guess, life. You're not on vacation all the time. You're going to work every day or whatever normal is for you. So if you have any goals or intentions and you have them written out, I really encourage you to grab them and have them nearby throughout this episode. Or if you're just a person who keeps them in your head, hit pause right now and just call them to mind. Spend some time just thinking about them so that they're fresh on your mind as we keep going. So first things first, if you just brought your intentions to mind, hopefully they're still there. If you picked up your intentions, whether they're on your phone or on a sheet of paper, wherever you keep them, just take a second to reread your intentions. And also, when was the last time that you did that? When was the last time you actually reread your intentions? For some of you, that was this morning. For some of you, you may not have reread them since you wrote them in December and early January. Notice how it feels for you to reread those intentions or goals. What are the feelings that come up? Some of you might be feeling shame. Some of you might be like, man, I said that I was going to apply to all of these jobs and I've applied to one. And you're kind of ashamed about it. Some of you might be feeling excitement because you've sped past where you thought that you were going to be already. You maybe found a really exciting partnership or you invested in yourself in a course or in a coach or went back to school or something that really jump-started your knowledge and helped you skip some steps that you thought would be necessary. Some of you are reading it and you're surprised and you're like, oh, I forgot about that one. Have you ever had that happen where you write down a goal and intention and it's just always the one that you kind of forget about? So just reread through those intentions. Notice how you feel. And whenever I say notice how you feel, there's no judgment. Any feeling is allowed. You can feel proud of yourself. You can feel angry with yourself. You can feel excited. You can feel sad. 
ashamed, surprised, whatever it is, those emotions are allowed. And then it's up to you to, to decide whether or not they're useful. But don't judge yourself for having those emotions. Okay? The emotions are allowed. And then from there, you get to decide whether or not they're useful. And if you want to keep sitting in those emotions. The next question that I really want to get you to think about is, do you feel like the same person who wrote those intentions? This happens to me a lot because if I'm not writing intentions and goals from a healthy place, I'm writing a lot of what I think I should be doing. This is what I think is the next move for inner workout. This is what is the normal path for someone who quits their full-time job. And if I'm not filtering out as I'm writing those goals, then I'm left with things that don't really feel like me anymore. Or I've just grown and changed. I've gotten to know myself more and I don't want the same things that I did. So as you're reading through that and you're trying to figure out whether or not you feel like the same person who wrote those intentions, you might notice, man, that person seems really naive. Like maybe you wrote an intention that you were going to start a business and be able to quit your full-time job by March. And not to say that that's impossible, but that's pretty hard to do. And so you might read back on that goal and be like, man, that person was pretty naive. Or maybe you read it and you felt like you were being overly optimistic. You felt like you could squeeze in two hours a day to learn a new language. Or you felt like everything would line up perfectly in place to get something off the ground, but you didn't really account for roadblocks. You didn't account for shipping to take a long time or for someone to take two weeks to get back to you an email. So just notice whether or not you feel like the same person and whether you now know something that maybe you then did not know. Another thing that you might notice is that the person who wrote those goals and intentions may have thought too small. This happens to me a lot where I just want to play it safe and I want to know that I can achieve this goal. And so I make things really small and kind of limit myself in what's possible. And so you might notice that you are not the same as the person who wrote those goals just because of that fact, just because you think bigger now and you believe more for yourself than you did when you wrote those. And there's all kinds of other reasons why you might not feel like the same person. Maybe a positive or negative life event happened to you and that changes how you feel now about yourself. That changes who you are. It could be that because of what's going on in the rest of the world, that's shifted your priorities a little bit. It could be something major has happened in a relationship. There are so many reasons why you might not feel like the person who wrote those, but I just wanted to call those two out specifically. That sometimes you're just in a place where you believe more for yourself, and sometimes you just didn't know what you didn't know. And that's fine, but now you have more information and you can operate differently. Which leads me into the next question, which is, What new information do you have? As you read through your goals and intentions, what do you know now that you didn't know? You may know that some people take two weeks to get back to you via email. You may know that 
two hours every weeknight is just not feasible for you. That realistically, you can carve out 45 minutes and you have to adjust your goals accordingly. You might have new information about a new commitment that you've made. Maybe you got a promotion or you joined a board and now you really know, now that you're six weeks or so into that commitment, what it actually takes that you couldn't have known just by looking at a sheet of paper with a job description. So think about the pieces of information that you have, or even maybe resources that you've discovered since then that have made it easier. But be thankful for the fact that you have a more realistic picture. You have more information, and so you're able to edit things accordingly. And then finally, ask yourself, do I need to make any changes? And be honest about that. It's hard sometimes if you said that you committed to something to make a change. And like I said, we change, we evolve. That is what we do as humans. So that's completely fine. You are allowed to do that. You need to be honest with yourself, even just allowing yourself to admit, I actually want to change this. Even if it's just like a whisper like that to yourself, practice that honesty. And some popular places where you might need to make a change is with a time frame. With the example that I've been giving, maybe you banked on being able to do two hours every weeknight and you can only do 45 minutes. You're going to need to push back your time frame unless you found a way that you can get the same amount of work done in a shorter amount of time, which a lot of times is impossible. And that's fine. Another way that you might need to make changes is with the method. Y'all know that one of my favorite quotes is be stubborn about your goals and be flexible with your methods. And so sometimes you just know that there are other ways for you to achieve your goals now. And maybe that's some of the new information that you got. Maybe you thought you had to quit your job to be able to make an impact on education policy, but you've been able to volunteer your time with an organization now and do some really impactful work and be able to keep your day job. It's just a different method. Maybe you thought you had to go back to school and you don't have to go back to school because you can learn a lot on Google and through paid courses. Just take the time to think about any changes that you need to make. And then ask yourself, okay, what am I willing to recommit to? And for some of you, you can read through your goals and intentions and feel fine with them as is. Having done all of that reflection, still feeling like, yes, I can commit to this and I am committed to this. Some of you need to do some moving things around, some wordsmithing, some taking things out, some adding things. Whatever that is, look through, make those changes, and then make that commitment and say, okay, this is what I'm committed to going forward. This is where I want to move from now on. And I really invite you to make this a regular practice. Quarterly is really nice for me. I love seasons. So I like having this seasonal shift and change and making room for that in my life. Some of you might want to do it monthly. I think that quarterly or monthly is good. I wouldn't necessarily ask yourself these questions every week because you need a little bit of space to realize what you've learned and how you've changed. And if you're asking yourself every week, You might not be able to spend enough time working towards something to really figure it out, to really figure out what's valuable and what's not and what resonates and what doesn't. 
So I definitely recommend coming back to these questions, just maybe not as frequently as I would recommend that you reflect on other things. So let's recap those questions. Noticing, first of all, what feelings come up as I read this, as I read my goals and intentions. Do I feel like the same person who wrote these? What new information do I have? Do I need to make any changes? And then finally, what am I willing to recommit to? So those questions are a really great way for you to reconnect and recommit to whatever it is that you want to accomplish in 2020, in this decade. Use these questions as a tool. And I also have my 18 questions reflection workbook that's super helpful. Questions for you to think about as you're setting goals, but also that you can return to whenever. So that's a free resource for you. If you're interested, you can head over to taylorelise.com slash reflection dash workbook to get that. Thank you so much for listening. And I will be back in your earbuds later this week. Thanks to Andres Rodriguez for the intro and outro music. You can keep in touch with me on Instagram at Taylor Elise Morrison. Elise is E-L-Y-S-E. And check out the resources on my website at taylorelise.com.